Great forehand. Are we starting? You're good. Okay, hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the real podcast where we talk about real things with real people. I just added that little one-liner in, like so it. that might be your new thing. Um, I am joined here today, of course, by my husband, David Garcia, and the wonderful, world-renowned, oh <laughs> wedding coordinator, planner to the celebrities, <laughs> oh the yes. San Antonio <laughs> and Texas local celebrities, Diana oh Boucher. So welcome. Uh, Thank hi, you for coming. So Diana was our wedding coordinator yeah. for our wedding mm -hmm. and I think back on our whole wedding experience and our whole wedding time and number one I'm kicking myself for not hiring you sooner like as soon as we got engaged <laughs> um, but at the same time I'm also so grateful that you took us in when you did and then we just sat back and was able to enjoy our wedding so yeah, yeah. we're so That's grateful key. for that Yes. Oh gosh, you're welcome. Well, that was, was my fault pleasure. that you didn't hire her sooner. I, I, to be honest, you were I, digging your heels. I was the guy. I was, he was a typical I was a guy. Fiance. I was like, do we do we need one? Like, yeah, you can just do it with your mom, right? And, and yeah. After a while, I was like, hey, we need help ASAP. Yeah. And you came along. Happy I was wife, like, happy life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it yeah. saved a lot of happy fiance, time. happy life. Exactly. Yeah. And I, but I think that that's a typical. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it like a male mindset. They're usually like, because my dad was the same way. He was like, well, it seems like you and your mom already got it all figured out. So mm -hmm. why do we need to hire somebody? And I'm like, because who's going to be there the day of to put it all together? Right. So right. I guess that's a, a great segue to kind of explain what it is that you do. So if you want to give a little bit, let's start back a little bit. How did you get started? Where did, where did this idea, does anybody grow up saying I want to be a wedding no. coordinator? Were you like no. just five well, years now old? They might. Yeah, yeah, now they, they might. might. You're probably like five years old planning weddings already. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> your doll no. weddings. So I, I, I'm going to have my, we're going to have my, our 38th anniversary in June. Oh and gosh. so we got married in New York 38 years ago. Wedding planners were completely unheard of sure. completely. And so, however, my mom, we had, my parents just went all out on their yard and we got a tent and it was beautiful. We got married at three in the afternoon. We left the house for Montauk at oh, one in the morning. Wow. Beautiful. So, um, we, my mom hired a, a woman to sort of coordinate the reception. And I thought, Hmm, we both thought that's pretty cool. And I was living in Florida. I was living and working in Florida at the time after graduating college. And, uh, we, I, then we moved out here with, to Texas and, uh, for my husband's job. And I thought, Hmm, that might be something I, I just kind of kept it in my back pocket. And then we started having kids. We had one child when we came out here and then another shortly after. And, I didn't really want to go back to work full time. I wanted to start something from home and that's how it started. And at the time there, there were no courses you could take, no mentors you could work with. It was just trial and error on your own, on your own, literally on my own. So, you know, and I just made friends that I actually still have in this business wow. 30 years later. And, uh, it, it just decades of friendship that have been amazing resources and we've been through thick and thin together. So I learned a lot from them. We all learned together. You know, a lot of us were just starting out at the time. So it, uh, you know, just here I am all the, all these years later and almost 600 weddings later, Wow, 600 weddings, 600 weddings. Yeah. That's I'll do my 600th wedding this year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it's hard and to believe <laughs> if you're listening to this and you are a San Antonio native local, if you're in the wedding industry, you've heard of Diana Boucher, you've heard of weddings <laughs> by DB and all bustled up. And so, cause I remember when I was 
researching and asking around, okay, who is the best, the top? Because you, I mean, when I came into our meeting, I practiced, I had everything done and you were like, well, it's all done. Here we go. I'm a very type A organized person. And so I wanted to find somebody that wasn't just going to be just, I wanted to find somebody that was going to take what all, my vision and bring it to life and right. take it one more level. Right. Um, instead of somebody just being like, okay. And I'm, and on my wedding day, me being like, well, I could have done this. Like, and so, um, I just was asking around for the best of the best. And then we ended up having some mutual friends through church yes. and, right. and through our community of circle of friends. And so when we met and I remember when you asked me, who's your photographer, who's your videographer, who's all this, you were like, you have the A team, you have the yes. lineup. Yes. Because as a, as somebody in the wedding industry, you've worked with every single vendor mm-hmm. and every single, um, type of person that offers some sort of service to the wedding industry. And so you've seen the good, the bad, you've seen it all. Oh, yes. yes. And so <laughs> for when you, when you told me like, oh, you have the A team, you have the lineup. I was like, oh, I did something right. Yeah, all my research yeah. has paid off. And so let's talk a little bit about, okay, the difference between a wedding coordinator and a wedding planner, because I want right. to make sure that I am using the right terminology mm-hmm. and I want it. And I think sometimes people use them interchangeably, but I want to know, is it? They're really not. They're yeah, not the same. Yeah, they're not the same. So we, we uh, used to do what's commonly referred to as a day of plan. Mm-hmm. I used to do those years ago and they were so counterproductive both for the couple and for myself. Um, and my day of, I would come in a couple of months ahead of time, but by then all the vendors have been selected. And so, uh, you know, sometimes the damage was done. Yeah. There was nothing yeah. I could do Contracts about it. Contracts were signed. Contracts were signed. So, you know, you were very, very fortunate. You really did your homework, which goes back to your point, David, that, you know, when you have somebody like Alana in your life and Alana's mom that are <laughs> just really on top of all of it, right. I could totally see why, why do you need a wedding planner? Yeah. You've got this. But at the same time, you want to be the bride and the mother of the bride on your yes. wedding day. And I always tell people, hey, we're there for like 10 to 12 hours rarely sitting down two, three, sometimes five of us on big extensive ranch weddings. And so who's doing all of that, you know, if we're not there. So, you know, we do have some, some value. So, but going back to your initial question, um, the coordinator, um, you know, for with, with, what you had, my, it's a more limited plan. We offer, you know, uh, six meetings and unlimited phone calls and emails and all that. But we, make sure that you get, we can book us at any point mm-hmm. away f- out from the wedding. So we make sure that you get the best people for the money that you want to spend in each category so that, you know, everybody's happy on yes. the wedding day. And, you know, you clearly had done your homework because we did come in a little bit later with you guys, but it, it all worked out so perfectly. Now with the weddings by, you know, the WBDB, I have to think there for a second. <laughs> My own acronym, I can't say it. <laughs> Um, we start and we do design boards and it's extreme, it's ultra handholding. Um, we just did a wedding in Laredo. I was down there for four days Wow! and, um, it was, it was amazing. I mean, we, it was a year of planning just about, and we brought most of the people down there from here. Wow. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. We brought the caterer, the photographer, they got brought out of Washington state. The band was from New Orleans. It was pretty epic. So, but yeah, it was a lot of work, but you know, the, 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 for those people that want that kind of help, we can, we can certainly do that. 
Um, we, you know, we did that. We coordinated a, a, a peripheral events like the rehearsal dinner, so welcome reception, brunch after the wedding. So those that is a soup to nut service from the soup day to that nut service, the minute yes. you get engaged, that would be the ideal time right. to call you. And then you help coordinate. Now, would you say you would help negotiate contracts or review I do that the for everybody. Okay. I do yeah. that for both. You did plans. look at mine yeah. as well. I like, I like that part. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that because, yeah. um, I, sometimes couples don't just think you don't know what you don't know. That's mm-hmm. really it in a nutshell. And so for, for us coming on board, we're just a resource of knowledge mm-hmm. so that we can go in and look at every contract, you know, photography contract. Do you have enough hours? You know, do you have too many hours? You know, are you getting all your images? Are you getting uh, shared copyrights or the ability to reprint? Wow. You know, things like that, because everything is digital now. Yeah. You know, there's uh, it, we, the really high end photographers still use film, but that's, uh, I think that they're was rare. Yeah, you, he, he had parts I think of Philip it. Philip had fun, a little yeah. bit of both. Something that stood out to me. Oh, pe- Philip. Yes. <laughs> wonderful. I love that. Um, something that stood out to me is you were reviewing all of our contracts mm-hmm. and you were like highlighting and circling and almost all of our contracts, a meal was prov- needed to be provided from us. Yes. And it said vendors. either a hot mm-hmm. meal or a box lunch. And so from there we were like, oh my gosh, we didn't even think about that. Wait, and they had to eat? Yeah. <laughs> you don't think about it. And, and we're there 12 hours. And Eric, you're paying. Eric, do you eat at weddings? <laughs> and part of your, part of your, sure you <laughs> part of your price is a hot meal or a box lunch. And people mm-hmm. are realizing that's what I'm paying for. And you were circling this. And then on top of that, we had to coordinate, we got married at the Westin. And so mm-hmm. we had to coordinate, okay, well we needed, that's a whole separate invoice to add on either additional hot plates or right. box lunches. When are they going to eat? We had a, we had a day of schedule and then we had like a behind the scenes. It's like when they were running, I remember that's right. we were trying to coordinate 45 minutes on for the band and then 15 off. And then because of the timing that we had agreed on that's right. that we didn't mm-hmm. know about. Right. And so you really do, you really are soup to nuts in regards to you negotiate the contracts, you read it all. I mean, there's so much fine print. There's a lot of fine print. That you already know. You know, the photographer wants to eat it, you know, when everyone else is eating, so he or she doesn't miss anything. That's, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. The band obviously will eat before they begin their first set or during the first break. So it's just a matter of getting all that. It's pieces of a puzzle that just have to come together. And it just sort of begins to make sense in your head after all these years. Yes. So it's not anything difficult, but you do have to read everything because everybody requires something just a little bit different. And, you know, I always joke about band writers, you know, some of these bands you know, think they're Van Halen, <laughs> take out the brown M&Ms, yes, you know, or whatever, you know, so whatever it was, green M&Ms. But you... I, yeah, you get the idea, but mo- you know, I'm kidding, but most bands are just fabulous to work with, but you have, you, they do have requirements and you want to make sure that they're taken care of. Yeah. yeah. So you, I remember it was like a couple of weeks leading up to the wedding because we didn't work. We didn't know that the band required a power drop because yeah, there wasn't enough power in the room. Right. That, who yeah. would have, who would have, yeah. we would have showed up the day of the wedding or they would have showed up mm-hmm. and they would have been like, Weston can't support the power well, of the band. And so if it wasn't for you to be able to bring that up, we were able to be right. proactive and pay ahead of time for for additional power. Well, just given the wedding that we did in Laredo, obviously they got on a plane just with their instruments and we had to get the drum kit in Laredo. Oh wow! So we had to have where usually a band comes, you know, like your band was totally self-sufficient mm-hmm. with all the gear they called the back line and the instruments and the, and the musicians and the lighting, there were three different companies involved in bringing this one together. So it's just a matter again of making sure that all the, you know, and some of that stuff, I it's above my pay grade as far as the power and stuff. So I just tell them, this is what we need. And we had to bring in a generator for that band because they required a little more power and it was at a residence, you know, on a beautiful ranch, but it's a home. Yeah. So you're not going to have what you had at the Western. Mm -hmm. Oh, just call an, 
want a, pa- a power drop. So yeah, we have to make sure we have all our ducks in a row for something like that. Wow. So, okay, let's hypothetically, I just got engaged. Okay. What would you recommend? What is the first thing a bride should do once she gets engaged? Budget. Yes, that is excellent. Excellent answer. The second thing I would say is the date. Because let's uh, face it, we are in San Antonio where mm-hmm. we don't even need a reason to party. This is true. So if you tell me your wedding is in the third week of April, what's the first thing Fiesta. you think of? Exactamente. Uh, so mm-hmm. we are not doing, I don't do weddings downtown during Fiesta. I wow. learned that mistake about 25 years ago. Wow. Mm-mm. Never again. First of all, you're going to pay $300 a night for a hotel that is, let's just say, not the St. Anthony. Sure. Yeah. And... Um, you, you, it's just road closures and parades and oh my god it's, it's just I, I'm getting a stress moment <laughs> she's like just I'm thinking, about, just it thinking about it so yeah the, so it's dates and then there you know you have to you can call you know a VSA visit San Antonio and find out what's going on in the different areas around town but you just have to kind of there's red flag days you know yes um, and we just have to be really careful of that so dates are a big thing um, depending upon let's say we're in October and we've got conference season. So hotels will go yeah. to the top of the priority list. We didn't realize that yeah. until the day of our wedding and a big conference yes. is like being dumped off at the Westin. Well, exactly. Was festival too. Well, that was yeah. separate. A mariachi festival. Who could foresee yeah. that? Diana, yeah. I remember that was like the top in of the our plaza? stress level was the mariachi <laughs> yeah. festival because I was so nervous that the doors at the cathedral were going to open mm-hmm. and we were going to be in the middle of like Ave Maria or the communion yeah. and it was going to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like one time, I think. But no, what had happened? We got we ended up getting lucky, and it didn't it even didn't start, start until later, after the wedding. Oh. After the wedding, but we, we were so really nervous. did luck. But out. who would have guessed? And I yeah. remember my mom was on the phone with like the city of San Antonio, right, being right, like, right. "What is this about?" But you don't realize <laughs> it, like you, like you said, conference season. We didn't. I didn't realize that until we were. I was coming down, about to load up the. Um, the shuttle and then a bunch of people got off in like blue and yellow gear for whatever it was <laughs> tons and tons of people and they're like you make a beautiful bride i'm like thanks as i'm like hiding in the bathroom um to please, not see please don't make guests. any noise yeah. i'm like please don't look I'm getting at me. married right in here yeah yeah um but yeah you just don't realize it mm-hmm. and i think and correct me if i'm wrong i heard that october what is like the most um What's it called? Uh, popular wedding month it in is. Texas. Uh, and for us now in San Antonio, we've got October and November because October seems to be getting warmer and that just could be me. I don't know. Uh, but November is very popular and May. May is still always very popular. The weather's really nice and um, not the heat. The big heat hasn't set in. Usually July and August are really, really slow. Unless everything's it's inside. godly it's hot. hot. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and then January, February for the cold. But other than that, we, we're really fortunate. We've got a pretty much a 365 wedding season. Wedding so we season. got budget, date. Yes. What's like the other? So after that, then we sort of look at um, if it's a hot weekend. Let's say, you know, it's October, you know, big wedding weekend in November. Let's say October 16th of this year. It's probably a it's not too hot. Weekend. It's not too cold. All you need, all you need <laughs> is a light really jacket. It's a really good day. I need yeah. a light jacket. And so uh, <laughs> you might need a light jacket. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> So we, we start looking at, like I said, we'll get the hotels and then I liken it to building a house. You want to get all of your main vendors booked. So, and the, particularly the, the vendors that can only do one wedding in a day. Mm. So that would be your photographer, musician, DJ band, whomever, your string quartet, you know, although they usually have multiple, uh, 
symphony players that can that can play for weddings but okay. the, and then sort of bring in the others uh, your caterer florist cake people they can do multiple weddings on mm -hmm. a day so you're not really you know if you go into and get the better photographers get the better dj or band get the better musicians uh you know w whatever it is lock those in lock ahead of time. those in yes and then you've got a little time because caterers florist cakes they can do multiple. you know many uh, some caterers can do 10, 20 weddings on a day. Really? Oh, yeah. Some of the big caterers, absolutely not an issue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never even would have guessed that. Like, yeah, that's... they can do, they can, uh, yeah, the smaller ones, no, but yes, sure. the, the no. big ones, without a doubt. So locking it, like you said, it's like building a house, having mm -hmm. a foundation. We had a weird scenario where we were engaged for 17, 18 months. So mm -hmm. we booked, I remember the, I think the very first thing we booked was photography. Yeah. Well, just no, it was the cathedral. Oh, was it? We picked a date. The that's church. what it was. We might have done that before we got engaged. Maybe. <laughs> That's not true, but sounds wrong. I could see you doing that. Alone. I mean, I definitely had the idea in mind. I didn't book it until we were that's engaged. So funny. Um, but yeah, that's what it was. It was the cathedral. Yeah. The date, like you said, because right, it's then limited. Else... They do limited weddings. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was worried about it being so close to Dia de los Muertos, and if there was like any ceremony or festival right. or whatever with our date being they October put the extra altars in there so yeah yes and then I remember telling them I was like I just don't want like skeletons or exactly or yeah. but um uh jack-o-lanterns or anything right. like, and then my, we're not and then my groomsmen showed up and so no <laughs> so then okay so we booked the date um but like you said it's like a foundation you book the date and then the like you said those important vendors that really mm -hmm. can only dedicate one right one wedding at right, a time right. you want to lock those dates in um and, and then Go they ahead. just sort of work on details. And what we do, and we've done for quite some time now, is a month-by-month -month planning schedule. I don't know if you remember that mm -hmm. that we had for you. I do. And we sort of personalize it because I've had clients where the bride is, you know, in law school. And so we do like this major intense planning. And then she literally, I don't talk to her for three months while she's studying wow. for the bar. Or we've got physicians or teachers. So we sort of work around their schedules. And honestly, most of the time, the brides that we work with don't live in San Antonio. Wow. Yeah. They're, they fly in from out of town and, um, we just do like in planning sessions that are quick and we hit the ground running as soon as she gets here and they get here and, you know, we, we make the best use of the time. So we do the month by month planning schedule because if you look at everything you have to do between now and the wedding day, which is often a year out, it's formidable and it's, mm -hmm. it's stressful to look at all of that. But if you look at what you have to do in April. You can, you can sleep. Small, manageable chunks. Yeah. Exactly. And some of it you can do from your couch. Sure. Creating your website, your registry. I mean, things like a mariachi or a string quartet, I am so, I use them so often that you can, if you it's have faith in me, I, yes. yeah, it's a text. Exactly. And then I get the contract going for you and it's done. Those are two big things that you mm -hmm. can check off your list. So, you know, just having, and I try to do that, you know, where you have some things you can do from home and some things you need to actually be there for. So, uh, we, we make it as, uh, painless as possible. The big thing about the engagement, uh, time and the wedding planning time for me is that and it's very personality driven. I can't say that I'm going to alleviate all of your stress. That's virtually impossible given some personalities. Sure. Some girls just worry all the time. And some girls are so chill that they're just like, like, tell me when to show up. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it's run that gamut of, wow. of personalities. So, but for, t uh, but for most brides, uh, you know, you, they, they do worry and they stress. And I always tell them, look, 
you can call me and we'll have a little therapy session yes. and I'm going to get you through this, you know, and it's just a matter of getting to know me and know that uh, my team and I will be there 1000% on your wedding day and we're going to get it done and we're going to get it done right. Mm. And execute your vision. Execute your vision. That's it. And sometimes I joke that, you know, sometimes I know your vision better than you yes. do going yeah. in. You know, I know what will, what, what's going to make you happy. And that's everything for us. You know, uh -huh. I mean, oh my gosh, to hear at the end of the night, it was everything I dreamed of. I, I can't even tell you what that means to me. The ultimate compliment. Oh my gosh. That's, you know, that you talk about the love languages for me, it's verbal. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that monetary, no, not even remotely close to knowing that you brought a bride's yeah. vision to life yes. is the ultimate. And that's how I think like, you know, I know it sounds cliche and hokey, but like, I really feel like this was, a, and my degree is in aeronautics. I am not kidding. Wow. I went to college to, I have a pilot's license. What? I haven't flown in a hundred years. But oh my God. I swear. And I couldn't be more far from sure. And the, I, I love, love, love doing this. I, I couldn't imagine. I still get goosebumps when brides go down the aisle. Oh. I mean, it's, it's such a, an emotional event, you know, it's yeah. everyone's emotions are so heightened all the time. And well, um, you have this gift of like, when people are stressed out or very like, tense you your tone you're, you're very calming almost like everything's be okay and you just all you do yes. is talk and it's just yes. it's, it's amazing what you do well i think that's a confidence builder and yeah. you know it's like the duck that's paddling really fast underneath you'll never know yeah mm -hmm. you know from above the water and you know 30 years later i can see the fires coming before they arrive so they i you know i'm blessed in that i have resources and experience that you know if something does arise usually you may not even know about it until Monday exactly. or at all, if you don't Ever. need to. So unless it's of course, monetary issue, then of course we'd, you'd have to know. But, um, yeah, we, uh, it, it's, I'm a big uh, believer in no negativity mm. on the team. We bring a team together. If you're not a team player, I'll never work with you again. You'll never, I'll, I'll never call you again. Um, you know, and it, that may mean going beyond the scope of your contract and you have to be willing to do that in a wedding because there are sometimes unforeseen things. And if you, that's where I think it, it makes itself obvious that you were meant to be in the wedding business when you can do something beyond what is expected of you and think nothing of it. That is a huge thing. I want to touch back on something you said earlier when you were like, sometimes something is easy, you know, something that might be a bigger um, to-do list or something that might be a little bit more of a lengthy process could just be an easy text for you. And I think that that's why it's so, um, important to find somebody that has such a great reputation in this business and in this industry, mm -hmm. somebody that is well-respected because every time we talk to a vendor and they asked, who's your wedding coordinator, we would always say Diana Boucher and they're like, Oh, she's great. She's going to handle it. Here's what she does. This and that to be, <laughs> that's why I think that's what sets you apart. Uh -huh. And, um, if this is, if you're listening to this and this is something, an industry that you want to get into or this, I mean, it's all about reputation, like in any industry and in real mm -hmm. estate as well, but it's all about reputation and all about the name that you carry for you to be able to text your elegant limousines guy or <laughs> the police officer right. that you were like, you need a yes. police officer outside of the cathedral. Yes. Text, boom, 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 done. They're booked. Here's, here's the invoice. To be able to have that type of service that you yeah. offer, that's ultimately what sets you apart as well, aside from having just a calming, soothing presence. <laughs> and I mean, we, I remember I was stressed out towards the end and I was worried about X, Y, and Z. And you were like, it's going to be okay. Like, that's why we're here. That's why you're mm -hmm. hiring us. Mm -hmm. And I also think that sometimes people forget going back to the initial question 
of, well, why do we need one? It's like, you may have planned everything. I planned everything. I even had a, a notebook. I had visions. I created a whole, <laughs> um, like a whole, what's it called? Like a vision board, everything. Vision board, yeah. I even created like the layout of the Weston foyer and stuff. And I was like, here's where the bars are going to be. Here's yeah, how we're going to do it. Yeah. But ultimately, y'all are there to put it all together. Right. Bring my vision to life. Put it all together. Everything that I've planned. Yeah, I can plan and book all the vendors, but they're all going to show up being like, well, I don't know where to put the flowers. Well, I don't know where to mm-hmm. set up this. Well, I don't know where to put that. And that's why we have y'all. And that's why I think you're so good at what you do and so respected is because you are able to take everything off of paper, everything that people, somebody have planned for years. Sometimes, I mean, it's a lifetime that girls that's right. dream about. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're able to bring that vision to life. And I remember I walked in on our wedding day after there was ceremony and I was like, this is exactly what oh I visioned and more yes. oh my and gosh. more. I'm like, because we, I would have nightmares about walking yeah. into the room and, and things are falling it, yeah. apart and oh, stuff the is on dreams. fire. So Literal the nightmares. Dreams. The yeah. nightmares. Yes. And so just to be able to know that I'm going to walk into the cathedral and everything's going to be done. The music is all going to be set. I mean, mm-hmm. everything, so many tiny little pieces that I think that wedding coordinators don't get, or at least wedding coordinators like you that go above and beyond the call of duty don't get enough credit for because y'all really do all the tiny little pieces y'all string it together so everything looks flawless and seamless yeah and so that's what i'm like i'm curious so what would you say is like the ideal timeline like the duration for planning a wedding like about a, a year in san antonio okay uh, yeah and again it could require a little bit more if you're during those peak months and now you know, with the clouds of COVID lifting, everything's been squeezed mm-hmm. from 2020 into 2021. Fall 2021 is nuts. Yeah, really. I bet. It's People are really starting to feel more comfortable, the yes. vaccine. Well, you know, in particular, within the city limits of San Antonio, a lot of the restrictions lifted. have been lifted. They had been lifted in the surrounding counties, in the more rural areas. So that is where I've actually been most, I was really wow. fortunate to have a lot of weddings in Kamal and Kendall counties. Mm. And actually in Kerr County, um, out in Hunt outside of Kerrville. So yeah, that, that, it was very loose. (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious. I kind of want to go back to that, that part of last year, like when the code first happened, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of our friends were planning weddings. Right. Y'all were probably the first to be hit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the hospitality industry in general in San Antonio and this city, you know, oh my gosh, I love this town so much. It, it just really took a hit because we're tourism, we're hospitality, and it was just the rug was completely wiped, yeah. wiped out from every from under everyone. So yes, I, I moved a lot of weddings. Um, thankfully, somewhere far enough. I had two cancel altogether. Mm. Wow! They just said, you know what? We're just going to do something small, and and uh, so that was that kind of made me a little sad because yeah. I feel like, and I really tried to encourage them. You know, we still have to celebrate life. You know, we still have a lot to be thankful for. And so I didn't want them to necessarily cancel, but it was their choice. And I have to give the vendors a lot of credit too. They, um, it was very hard. Uh, most of us didn't have the word pandemic in our contracts. We do now. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, but it was, it was very interesting to see how, the community came together. I mean, I had a wedding that was supposed to be, it was last May and it was supposed to be, uh, 250 people, um, uh, down at first Presbyterian church and, and, and in their hall and they, it was wow. an Indian wedding. And then, uh, Tim McDarmid, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're Tim, Tim, the girl, she mm-hmm. is Ivy hall. She came to my rescue. I mean, we ended up with 30 people and 
because of the lesser restrictions on restaurants, she was able to help us out and we had wow. the wedding there. Wow. And that was all very last minute, you know, and... And you said that was last May. So that was like three months into the pandemic? That was three months into the pandemic. So y'all, it was still so fresh, so new. I mean... And we had we had to serve everything on disposables, oh, you wow. know, rather than butler served hors d'oeuvres. Sure. We pre-plated on little bamboo plates. You know, Tim's got super cool sure. stuff down there. She's, oh, yeah. she's awesome. So we had all the apps on uh, bamboo plates, all disposable. Um, everything was plated, disposable. You just pivoted. You just, we had to pivot. And it was interesting to see, um, you know, Mark and I, my husband and I are in a different place uh, we're empty nesters. We're a little bit older. So we just, you know, we just cut back a little bit and we were fine. But sadly, that wasn't the case for a lot sure. of people. It really hurt a lot of incomes. And, you know, I don't need to tell you guys, it just hurt a lot of families. Everybody. You know? So so let's talk COVID weddings. Okay. So I know that I'm I'm sure <laughs> so it gets that... it's interesting. Like it's yeah. a hot topic. Like it is. Because like you said, hospitality industry was the first to be hit. Right. Everybody's everybody's weddings were like just being postponed just a couple months thinking mm-hmm. that this was just going to be... Oh, it'll all be over by it'll May. It'll all be over. I, I mean, I canceled all my baby showers and my mom's like, well, have a sip and see when she's born. This will be over by May. June, July, like as if it was just like a snowstorm. And, you know, looking back into it now, and I'm like, we had a snowstorm. Yeah, we had that too. So the snowpocalypse. Um, yeah, exactly. And so we all kind of thought the two weeks flatten the curve, we'll go back oh, to normal. And here we are, you know, a year, year later. later. But um, I know people started moving weddings. I follow a couple of people, a couple of bloggers that move their weddings and mm-hmm. then move their weddings again and then again and then again. And so right. let's talk COVID weddings. I, you know, at the very beginning you had to adjust and y'all did the bamboo plates mm-hmm. and the disposable plates. Mm-hmm. And now everybody had to wear masks. Now that a majority of Americans, especially Texans are vaccinated right. everywhere. A hundred were no, we're not, you know, really mask, I guess required, even though a lot of people still wear one. Um, People are starting to feel a little bit more comfortable. This is now a little bit of our new normal. How have you changed and pivoted your business? How are you starting to see weddings? I'm starting to see branded hand sanitizers, branded masks. Yes. What have you started That's to really see yes. that you've been able to pivot? And how are you adjusting with being COVID friendly, COVID mm-hmm. comfortable, but also still making it special and intimate and having a wedding? Well, a surprise, a surprising thing, which I didn't foresee is that uh, you know how you have an expected guest count mm-hmm. with your wedding? You say, okay, we're going to have 200 people. Every wedding I've had lately has exceeded the exec- the expected guest count. Which because wow. it's like a percentage of me. your in- invite list. Well, I think people are ready to get out. Get out. Yeah, and put go on to, a tuxedo, and go to weddings put on a dress. And see family and friends that they haven't seen in a really long time and just celebrate. I mean... I know I I have the travel. My husband and I have the travel bug. I yeah. can't wait. We're going to New York next month. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Nice. You know that was so, us. Yeah, we're gosh, like we have yes. to get out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was a surprise. But I do think that uh, people that are nervous will just not go. Sure. Uh, this is Texas, so we you know other states look at us and go, wow, they're not wearing masks at all mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. But you know we're we're moving forward mm-hmm. responsibly, I think, and uh, we're getting vaccinated. And um, it really depends upon your venue. I did a wedding a couple of weeks ago at a private club very strict on the masks. If you were inside the venue, you had to have your mask on. If you were um, outside and uh, standing, I think even you had to have a mask on. Interesting. Oh, wow. So it, it was, so it really depends upon the venue. Sure. Now, as far as public spa- public venues are privately owned, they have much more uh, say, like the, particularly the venues in uh, the rural areas. They're they're back at a hundred percent and masks are optional. Wow. So, but I think for 
the foreseeable future, we will see sanitizing stations and masks just there. Yeah, uh, of and course. available. I don't. I don't know. I don't have any wedding that's coming up that doesn't have at least that option for and guests. And somehow incorporating it. And I think right. people are leaning into it now. I mean, right. incorporating it with having the branded sanitizers and the branded right. masks yes, that have like their, yes, the names initials and the date. And, yeah. Yes, I think that's a cute idea. I, I mean, agree. I don't know about the masks. I think that might be a little, uh, I don't know that I would wear a mask again that was yeah. personalized for a wedding, but you know, for that <laughs> yeah. day, it's good. Um, it has good intentions. It has good intentions, yes. But the hand sanitizer, I've got a couple of those myself from past weddings, so I think that's not a bad idea. Um, I'm doing a wedding uh, out in Spring Branch, not this weekend, the 24th, and we have a couple of tables outside uh, just for people that may feel more comfortable eating Al fresco. Um, that's how we'll, that's how we'll, <laughs> tie, that's how we'll tie. I love that's it. what I'm going to do with little Italy next month. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I know. Just so out of all your 600 wait. weddings, uh-huh. what's the most like the craziest one, the most extensive memorable, one? memorable. Yeah. Not, not memorable. I, I want to know like the, the craziest wedding you've ever planned. Well, this one last weekend was really up there. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of work, but wow, it was just incredible. Um, mm, that's a tough question, David. I've had so many like where no Ferris wheels or like stuff. performers, <laughs> celebrity celebrities. We did do. Um, we had the Ora Loca. Yeah, at we wanted to do that. Oh, the crazy yes, hour. Yes, yes. Oh my God, yes, we brought that up from. They are down in McAllen. I think. I think you sent me cool. one that was in McAllen, the yeah. Valley area, and they come up and they just. So, you know, it was at the McNay, which their beautiful Leaper Auditorium, they have these gorgeous floors in there. And I'm, you know, these guys are on stilts. Yeah. And I'm thinking, they're going to kill me if I bring these guys in there. But we we worked it out. It was amazing. Really? I Just mean, that so was much fun. so much fun. Was that pre-COVID? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. But um, the, I think the thing that, think, that stick out to me is like, and I know this is kind of sad, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> I remember... A bride's dad died a week before her wedding. Oh. So Ugh. that just was like, I mean, that just, yeah. you can't well, even. Well, that changes the whole it changes landscape everything. of the whole thing. It changes everything. And, you know, so, and, you know, they were honoring deceased parents, mm-hmm. you know, when you're going, they're going down the aisle. I remember this groom and mm. his sister going down the aisle at St. Peter's in Alamo Heights to light. It's see how clear it is. Oh my god. And this is probably 10 like years ago. Chills. And they go down the aisle together before the wedding starts to land a, light a candle for their mom who had no. passed away. I, can't. I mean, you cannot really forget that stuff. Absolutely. You know, it's just so memorable, but yes, the I've had oh David, I could write a book of the crazy stuff I've seen. <laughs> oh, we would. Oh my god. I mean, I wish we could be here all day and What about listen to him. what about the the wedding you plan the shortest time, like some bride or some groom is like, "Hey, we need like a wedding in two weeks." I, I really can't do those. I mean, <laughs> well, that's, what's that that's, because you wouldn't be giving them your full yeah, service. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. a really quick. And I think they probably want somebody that does like oh, and there are elopement services in here in San Antonio. There is a planner that does elopements. Oh wow! So that's There's available. Like quick that's just not my sure yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm i'm in it for the long haul i love it i mean we got diana on 100 days i remember it was like you 100 days out wow. i do i remember it was 100 days out because when we pled, we scheduled our first meeting we were like what's the countdown it was 100 days out wow. was it, and so i feel like that's gotten short was it <laughs> monica that was with yeah, us? monica okay oh she, she was great she amazing. was like my 
therapist Monica all Garcia. day long. <laughs> I was we like, still keep in touch I was like, with her. Hey, uh, she's good? so mm-hmm. great. She was like, are you good? I'm like, I think I'm good. I think I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I just awesome. think that y'all are able to bring a vision to reality because some, there are some times where you're like, all right, come back down. Yeah. Come yeah. back down. Here's yeah. how we can do it yeah. within your budget. Here's how we can do it tastefully, respectfully. Here's mm-hmm. how we can do it within. Because for instance, the Westin, we couldn't use real rose petals, flower petals for when right. we were doing the send-offs. Or we couldn't bring in outside food. I wanted Bush's chicken as like our midnight snack and we couldn't bring outside food. <laughs> That's very so we, common though at a hotel or a private club. Yeah. And so but we're like, okay, well, how can we, you know, let's meet in the middle. And so, and I just think that there's so many things that you don't think about, but to be able, you know, I always, am, I'm the first person to fight for whenever somebody says like, we don't need a planner. I'm like, you need one. There's you so will thank me later. Like, you don't know. think about. Like, and yeah. she knows everything. <laughs> you do. Well, I mean, it's, it's a matter of, like I said, you, your mom, you're always buffered. The bride and the groom are always buffered. So, you know, we're not going to have you setting things up, but it's your moms that yeah. typically get stuck with a lot of that. Or yes. sometimes your bridesmaids. I have a lot of girls couples that come in and, you know, tell me these horror stories or they were at their cousin's wedding, you know, putting uh, bouquets together the night before the wedding. And I'm just oh, starting to oh, twitch, yeah. you know, so it's, it's that kind of thing that we try to avoid so that, but as we approach the weekend, you we're ready to go and there's no, no worries, no fires to put out. We're all set. So, so I want to talk about how are we good for time? Yeah. Okay. We can stay here until tomorrow. Well, in that case, <laughs> just get I hope you're sleeping bag. Some right memory right cards. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, a couple things in regards to etiquette. Yes. Mm. Um, cause I know those are always like hot button topics and of course families. You're I mean, you're going to get my New York bluntness uh, right here, girl. <laughs> Good. This is exciting. <laughs> I think that sometimes weddings also, depending if you've been, if you've been dating for five years, mm-hmm. 15 years, five months, you really get to learn about families yes. and relationships and, oh, yeah. and you also want to be, you want to have the proper etiquette, wedding etiquette. Yes. So let's talk about guest list etiquette. Mm-hmm. And also I want to talk about bridesmaids and groomsmen because like how many is too many. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you've probably had brides that sit down saying, I want 34 bridesmaids because I was a sorority. I was in a sorority right, or right, I can't right. say no to anybody or I have a lot of cousins or you have some people that are like, Oh, I only want three or this or that. So I want to talk about that. We had uneven numbers. I think mm. that's um, more common than you think. Yeah. And we just adjusted and we just had two guys walk down with that's right. one girl mm-hmm. at the kind of to adjust but yeah let's talk about guest list etiquette overall wedding etiquette all the Mm -hmm. above like where do we even well the guest list um you know the rule of thumb is that if you haven't spoken to the person in a year you don't necessarily have to invite them so now there will be very strong opinions from whoever's paying from the wedding so that's you know that's got to come into play so i always tell people with that and the budget you really need to have a very um, Firm. F- very um, honest, heart mm-hmm. to heart, to heart uh, dinner, you know, maybe with the couple and both sets of parents, if they're going to be involved and just lay it out on the table. This is what I can spend because if there, there's number one thing that will cause anxiety, it's the budget. Mm-hmm. And uh, Almost always couples go over their budget. I feel like I have reoccurring nightmares of like getting emails of like, what's this on the budget? What's yeah, this on the exactly. <laughs> and it's that kind of thing. And you don't want that. This is no, supposed to be a course. joyous time. So you want to keep every, you want to be as happy as you can. This is like the pre honeymoon, you know? Yeah. So your engagement period, you don't want to take that all drag, dredge it all down with uh, stress and anxiety. So you uh, keeping the guest list honest and, uh, it sort of works itself out. I mean, you, you can roughly say if, you know, it, it varies if you have more people in San Antonio, you're going to have a higher percentage attend. Sure. If you have people from out of the country, well, that's a long shot. So it, it, it varies tremendously these days with society as mobile as it is. Is there a percentage of, uh, let's talk, 
COVID outside of this, mm-hmm. like let's talk normal time. Cause you did say with COVID people are actually showing up, but yeah. would you say, cause I, I thought the rule of thumb was like 90% of people or 75, somewhere around there. You I, can I just think it's between 80, 85%. Okay. If you're all local, if, okay. or most within Texas anyway, let's say that. But uh, as far as the bridesmaids thing, the most I've ever had is 19, oh, wow. which was a lot of girls. But it's really personality driven. You can have 19 bridesmaids sure. if you can handle sure. 19 bridesmaids in a space, yeah. all getting hair and makeup done. I couldn't do it mm-hmm. personally. And mm-hmm. I'm an outgoing person. So if you could handle that, great. I mean, you want to buy 19 bouquets? Have at it. Yeah. So, oh my God. But it's just, it. that's fine. We'll work with whatever you want. But just be real with yourself. Do you want just a few girls, your besties around you all morning where it's relatively peaceful and you aren't going to just lose your mind with 19 girls in the room with you or you know whatever you want you know it's it's really whatever the bride wants oh okay i have a uh good question all right i would hope so i wrote them all out (laughs) (laughs) and go um okay what would you say because you've done 600 weddings Mm -hmm. i'm sure you've worked with every single type of budget yes um and i'm sure you've worked with the budgets that are like anything goes let's just do it tell us where to sign and i'm sure you've worked with the budgets that were down to the pennies so what would you say as a bride a groom a couple you know a mom or a dad family members that are investing in a wedding what would you say are areas to cut back on that like people don't really even end up noticing Mm -hmm. or areas that you definitely can pull back on and then areas that you would say that's an area that i would recommend to not cut back on definitely you know quote unquote splurge in that area or focus your attention on that area okay that's a really good question actually yeah so what i uh, typically ask girls that haven't already booked their vendors when they come to me (laughs) Unlike you guys, you know, what are your top three priorities? Because every couple has, well, usually the the bride has a vision of what is important to her. And I can usually tell what that is within the first five minutes when she's showing me her (laughs) Pinterest board and there's like floral, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is (laughs) $20,000. Choking your water. I'm going to take a sip too. All right. I'll take a sip with you guys. (laughs) So that was an excellent question. Um, we want to prioritize what is important to the bride. And one of those three should be photography. I'm just saying, so it's really two. <laughs> you, you, you can give me three, but they have one that has to be a photographer. Because that's uh, the photographer is, the, the pictures are all you have left when all is said and done, After. everything's packed up. And, uh, and on that note, what I tell couples, uh, just a little bit about photography specifically, is go for the best photographer you can within your budget. If you need to wait on the album, wait a year to get the album, get the best photographer you can. And that way you'll love the images and you'll want to get the album. You know, there are a lot of people out there that don't understand really good wedding photography. Um, they, you'll look at something and they think it's good. And then you look at somebody like your Philip Thomas mm-hmm. Um, who's actually doing my daughter's wedding this December. Oh my god! I know. I love him. Uh, he, so, and you look at his work and you know, that's extraordinary. So there's just a difference. And so when you compare you, it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, look at that, spend the most you can on photography within the budget. Now with floral and things like that, the, there are certain items within a wedding that are, um, variable costs and some that are fixed costs. Obviously floral is a variable cost, food and beverage, variable costs, all based on guest counts, either size of the wedding party, 
music, photography, all of that fixed cost. So it doesn't matter if 10 people show up or 500. Sure. So those, the variable costs are obviously the ones that are going to be, and food and beverage is number one. That's generally your highest variable cost. So if you get your guest count down, that's going to save you money. Clearly. Um, if you don't have 37 or so, you know, bridesmaids, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to need all that floral and you know, it, that, that adds up all, you know, over and over. And now you've got more bridal party gifts to buy. You've got, uh, you know, more travel expenses if you're more hair and makeup, if you're choosing to sure. pick up some of that. And sometimes brides or parents of bride, uh, couples will subsidize some of that. Mm-hmm. So it's all, it all adds up. So look at the variable costs, try to bring down your guest count. So to, to save some money on that. Um, some people are just, you know, God love, I love Pinterest. It's a blessing and a curse though. Sure. I mean, it's, I can get into a bride's head immediately and know what her style is. Is it boho? Is it, you know, glam, whatever, you know, modern, whatever it is, I, I can look at her Pinterest board and know immediately, but it's gotta be realistic too. Sure. I mean, I, you cannot come at me with, you know, uh, you know, crazy rich Asians. would have Some been NBA <laughs> players, wife's wedding. Exactly. Then, yeah. Exactly. Do you remember that story? I did tell you that probably. Yeah. yeah. That's probably <laughs> That's exactly was, yeah. what it was. Yeah. An NBA player's wedding. And so we kind of <laughs> pivot on that and make it hers without spending an NBA budget. So, <laughs> which made the father of the bride very happy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And we pulled it off. It was gorgeous, That's awesome. but it, it's not going to be, you know, that well, yeah. I, also yeah, I think, think guest oh. list, sorry, I think guest list was a, was a big one yes. for us, mm-hmm. like kind of figuring out okay, who's going to be in our lives in five, 10 years. That's right. And that's and a real honest conversation with you yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And if everybody didn't show up to our wedding. Yeah. You missed you're, out. You're that, can I touch <laughs> you missed on out. that? Yes. yes. We okay. would love to. Because that's, that's we're that well, right? That is, should Brutally be part of. honest. Yes, please. Because the next morning after our wedding. You start looking at We mm-hmm. went through the guest list of people that RSVPed yes and selected chicken or beef or fish or vegetarian Maybe or whatever. Maybe check beef. Mm. And then they never showed <laughs> up. And we were like, you really missed out on a great party and we paid beef for you. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So yeah, let's touch on that because I do yeah. think that falls into etiquette as well. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be, like I said, brutally honest. When you get that RSVP card, mail the thing in. We Mm -hmm. address it and put a stamp on it. It takes you two seconds. It's done. Uh, So just send it in. It it boggles the mind how people just don't do it. Now, the industry standard is that you have an RSVP deadline about three weeks out. I've been going more towards a month. My weddings tend to be a little bit more lavish. And mm-hmm. so we, there's a lot of money at stake and we want to make sure that we have a really accurate headcount, um, for food and beverage and floral and linens and all the rest. So I say a month. Now, once that month deadline hits, it's the responsibility of the couple and the parents. And I kind of tell them, break it up. You know, you, you call your friends that didn't, people, yeah. and your, your parents do their list and also it's not all on one or two people, but okay. get a, a firm headcount. And then for the love of God, show up if you say yes. Mm-hmm. And typically, and this is for everyone that's listening, there's usually a five-day window where you can get to the couple and say, hey, I can't make it after all, and they can change the number. Now, it, it varies. I wish I could say they're all five days. They usually are in a big hotel like that. But for uh, caterers where they have to buy, procure the mm-hmm. specific items a little, uh, make put in orders a little sooner, it may be up to 10 days. But if you, if you can let people know that you can't make it after all, please do. 
Um, because it's just, it's just the rudest thing. I mean, you cannot imagine the amount of money that just one person is costing a family. It's not just the meal. No. We've had a bar count Mm -hmm. a lot of times. Uh, we've got a centerpiece. We've got invitations. We've got linen. A chair has been paid for in your name. Yes. A shavari chair. It's usually several hundred dollars. If you take the overall cost and divide it by the the guests, Mm. it's significant. And then you add it per person Mm -hmm. that missed out. Right. So, so let's talk etiquette because this has been something that I've heard as well, where people say, I'm not going to go to the church or the ceremony. I'm just going to show up for the reception. Regardless, if you are not that couple's religion, Mm -hmm. you know, we had a Catholic wedding at the cathedral. You might not be Catholic right? or because I had some people there that were Jewish and that were all different denominations. And yes, I had somebody tell me that they cried and they're Jewish and they had never been to it. Like (laughs) they thought it was so beautiful. Just the whole experience. I love Jewish wedding. I love the, the, Mm -hmm. the, the, um, juxtaposition of Catholic and Jewish weddings. They're both so steeped in history and so beautiful and so meaningful that I, you know, I love them. I love both. But sometimes people are just like, Oh, well, I'm just going to go to the reception. Hmm. I mean, that's fine. I I get it. And, you know, we joke about the Catholic break Mm -hmm. because I'm Catholic too. And we have the Sunday, excuse me, Saturday evening mass. So very often Catholic weddings are around three or sometimes earlier. And then couples want a dinner, uh, you know, an evening reception that starts at six. So we joke about the Catholic Mm -hmm. break. So in that case, some people do decide not to go to the wedding. And I get it. Um, it, It's understandable. I, I would think that... So one of the things that we've done, though, is um, have an interim activity or just an interim gathering space for people to go between the ceremony and the reception. Unfortunately, drinking is usually involved. Sure. So now we've extended the reception five hours to another yeah. like seven, which <laughs> yeah. is not always a good thing. But there are things that you can work out with that. But I, I think that not going to the ceremony, although you would love them to be there, mm. is, is understandable under certain circumstances. Yeah. So I was actually scrolling on, I think I was on your Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I saw people playing cornhole during like cocktail hour. Oh my hour. gosh, I love that Let's stuff. talk about some fun, creative yes. ways to kill some time, maybe prior to cocktail hour, because mm-hmm. we did have a little bit of a break. I remember yeah. we, every day we were playing around with that schedule. Right, um, right Because right. the math time was so set, and then you had to back everything else up. So let's talk about some fun, creative ways to kill time maybe before cocktail hour and or during cocktail hour before the reception, (laughs) if it is going to be longer, whether it's outside at a hotel, what are some, some fun things that you've seen? Well, we've, the, the, the long games are the best. I mean, I've had uh, giant Jenga, you know, we've done uh, the cornhole games, horseshoes, um, washers. I mean, all kinds of fun lawn games, um, activities in the middle. Sometimes if, uh, you know, if it's not too large a party, uh, we've done the boats on the river walk, the river barges, right. that's fun. So we, you know, we have, it's an optional thing and they can jump on. Cause a lot of people that are from San Antonio, sure. you know, we've done that. So, you know, let the out of town guests do it and they hop on for a quick tour, the private tour. Um, and you know, that company is great to work with. You know, they, we've got the electric boats now and they're cool looking and so they'll yeah it's all new and quiet and um which i love to do send-offs in the boats oh my gosh that's my favorite so san antonio you can't do that anywhere else so it's Mm -hmm. fabulous um so one of the things i know this is (laughs) there are things you could do i i did a wedding in england a few years ago which was i'm sure incredible like pinch me i was waking up in an english manor about an hour outside of london it was surreal we did ferret races what? Ferret I am not kidding. Races. It was hysterical. That's awesome. And there was this Irish guy. His name was Patty. And he's an Irish guy. And he's, oh my gosh. It, he just led the whole thing. We need thing. to renew our vows in England and do ferret races. 
It was amazing. That's cool. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we'll, we'll call you in two years. We're coming up on, we got two years to go. I have some contacts. Yeah. This, it was, they were amazing over there. Um, so yes, I really, it, whatever, whatever is available in the time span that you have, don't crunch it too much. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, you know, leave ample time for travel, particularly on, you know, on a busy weekend downtown, it can get really, sure. really busy down there and you can't move coaches and buses, shuttles through the streets quickly. Parking. Right. Parking is an issue. Boarding and unloading guests. It all takes time. So make sure that you allocate enough time for all of that. So don't squish too much into your day. And if I could tell couples one thing, uh, you know, the day is fleeting. It is, it's probably the fastest day of your life. Mm And, you know, I've been really encouraging guests, uh, couples rather, to kind of step away from their guests and just have a private moment together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I really love the first look, do the first look. I know a lot of people, you know, know that it's non-traditional, but there, it's got so many positives. I absolutely love it. Uh, you can enjoy more of your wedding if you have about 95% of your photos taken ahead of time. Yeah. Your nerves are better. You know, you can greet all your guests, which is truly your only obligation that night. Sure. You have to say hello to every guest. Mm-hmm. And so, so would you count that as etiquette? Oh, that's definitely. part of wedding etiquette is you must say hello you, to that's every really single good, guest. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You have to say hello to everybody. He's we, like laughing at me because he's we, like, <laughs> we had a split. <laughs> like, Well, s- sidebar, no, in regards to that, because my mom said the same thing and I'm sure you probably were yeah. told us too. And my mom's like, probably like, yeah. So we first started off. So going back to what you were saying. We did, we ate our dinner during cocktail hour. Right. We freshened up. Best piece of advice we ever got was we went back up to the hotel room. We freshened up. I remember I like put like, um, tissues underneath my armpits cause I was like sweating <laughs> my makeup artist. We, well, we ate Philip came and took mm-hmm. a couple photos of us and then it was just David and I, we were able to enjoy and relax. Wasn't and then that the best, the best. Yeah. I was like airing out. Then towards yeah. the very end, my, my makeup artist came in. She freshened me up. They fixed my hair, deodorant, sprayed perfume, whatever. And we went down. So then that way during dinner, everybody was like, no, go and eat. And we were like, we already, we ate. already ate. So we started going to every table, Perfect. both of us one by one. But before you know it, we were spending like 20 minutes at each table. Oh we only gosh, had one yeah. hour. So we finally were like, you take that side. I'll take that side. And we just were like, <laughs> yeah. So one minute it was like saying hi to every single person because people want to take pictures with you and all that. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, that was, I think, and I think people still talk about that is they'll say, I'll never forget that you came to our table and you actually came and said hi to us and you greeted us and you said, thank you That's for coming. That's essential. And, it's so I can't tell you how you many know, guests were like shots. I'm like, I, I gotta go to the next guest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know what one of our clients did though? She had, uh, uh, she asked that one of our, my assistants would go with them, stand to the back. And after a minute, kind of nudge them on the next. elbow and say, oh, oh, we've got to go to the next That's table. That's a good idea. Yeah. So That's we look idea. like the bad guy, which we don't mind doing that. Matter. And you're like, oh, you know, we, we she's making move. me go to the next she's one. She's making me. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. That's <laughs> it really was smart. a great idea. I loved it. I loved it. So yes, that, but getting that few minutes alone, you know, I, I, you know, just being together and it's the holy cow, we just got married moment, you know, soaking it all so, in. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. And to eat, you know, usually we will do like the salad, the appetizers, the hors d'oeuvres and the salad. And then while everyone else is eating their salad, you guys can eat your entree. So you're one course ahead. Yep. If you want to eat with, with your everybody. guests or your head table or whomever. Um, and then you can jump up and go start greeting guests. And if you do the first look, you can go out there for at least part of it 
and enjoy the cocktail hour. There's yeah. no reason, particularly people that are as outgoing and, you know, social as you guys. That's really important. Absolutely. You know, some Mingling. couples wouldn't mind Yeah, I feel like we missed out that. our cocktail hour. Well, because we were eating, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it was a, I mean, the, the point of the cocktail hour still is yeah, yeah. It, for photo taking and other stuff to keep We had mariachis to keep everybody busy. That's yeah. right. That's mm -hmm. right. So, but, you know, if you can be part of that, you've just added an hour to your party for yourselves. So I think that that's, that's, I, I would do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know? So the age old question to open bar or to not to open bar, because Ooh. you always hear people all the time say, the only thing I care about is open bar. Or some people say that's the one area where, because it is the, a huge chunk of change. It is a huge especially chunk of change. Especially at a, at a, at a resort a or a hotel nice, yeah. or whatever, you have service charges <laughs> yeah. and all that versus a, res, versus a venue where you can bring it all in. So right. you would say open, open bar, bar if you can all the way. You, you're inviting people to a party. You don't ask them to, sp to spend money on their drinks. That's my personal opinion. Now that can't, that doesn't work for everybody. Sure. But cut back on something else mm -hmm. to make that happen. That's, that's the, the, the honest, brutal truth. But you can get smart with open bar. You can like do certain beer or certain wine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you can put like a, um, uh, a, a limit on the you know the brands you know that's absolutely true you can a signature drink a signature drink goes a goes long a long way. way yeah so there there are things you can do but it's it's tougher at a resort oh it my is god tougher the at a fees resort on or, top of the well, nice the one thing I got so mad hotel. about hotels I'm like mm -hmm. twenty well I don't know what it was now but twenty five percent when we when we were there I'm like really twenty five percent of everything <laughs> come on <laughs> oh the the plus plus yeah oh, that yeah. is a and the plus 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 Really? Yeah, so plus plus means tax and gratuity. Mm -hmm. And um, a few years ago, uh, the uh, the gratuity wasn't taxed, and now it is. Right. So that just happened recently. So take in that into consideration. Years. Yeah, Always and know. a lot of people don't know that. I remember going in late in the game. Uh, it was like a, a day of when I did those years ago, and the parents did not know what the plus plus meant, and they oh. were on a tighter budget. And it was devastating financially. Yeah. I mean, that added 30% to the food and beverage. Wow. When you consider eight and a quarter percent plus mm -hmm. yeah. 20, 22, now it's sometimes 24, 25%, Jeez. uh, you know, yeah, service we charge. Got a hefty bill after like a week after our honeymoon <laughs> and we're like, uh, dad, dad, who's going to pay this? Like you, anybody you knows email, those? You email it to both of them, whoever yeah, gets here like, first. Whoever gets to it first, whoever calls us about it first. Um, okay. Another thing that I always hear is people say like, nobody remembers the food. Mm. Do people remember the food? They, they remember when they're eating it. They remember when they're eating it. Yeah. They remember if they get they sick remember from if it. it's bad. They remember yeah. if it's bad. So yeah. would you say to put emphasis in the food or try oh, to accommodate yeah. everybody, fish, chicken, beef, all of that? Or I don't necessarily, I mean, you guys did a very nice wedding. I mean, giving people an options like that is a step above. That's, that's really nice. It's a lot of work on your part because yeah. you have to track all those or entrees too. Or the little too. name tags we had to find. Right. The place card. You actually have to have escort cards in that case that annotate the entree. So it, it, that is not necessary or required by any means. You can, uh, that's, you know, whatever you want to do. But, you know, there are basically four styles of menu. I don't know if you want me to get into this minutia. Let's do it. But Let's quickly, do it. Plated, we can touch them. Okay. Plated, plated buffet, stations, and family style. Oh, okay. Okay. So it really, a lot of it depends on what you're looking for uh, as far as the type of party. Uh, stations, obviously plated is very formal. You're there at the table for about an hour. Uh, it's very formal. You have, you can have beautiful place settings, which I am a nut about place settings. I was a sucker for the place setting. Oh, I was gosh, like, I want I the glass love... chargers. <laughs> my favorite thing of the year is to set my Christmas table. I'm oh. like, I spend half the day just getting it right. I so it. it's, awesome. I love it. So with buffet, you can also do the same because you could still have a charger down 
instead of the plates being in the kitchen where it would be, pl- be plated and served, it would just be at the buffet. Stations, a whole different animal. Mm. So stations, necessarily, you don't even have to have seating for everybody. I liken it to a cocktail party with a wedding attached. So it's very, we usually seat about 70% of the guests, but parents see that and wig out. They don't know everyone's getting a seat. So we sort of modify it Uh a little bit, but it's not a linear buffet type of a thing. And the food is generally very eclectic. So you could have a sushi bar. You could have a pasta station. Prime rib being carved. Tenderloin. tenderloin, Exactly. So you've got all these different options if that's what you want. Yeah. And, you know, it's very social. So the moment you, the people come in, the stations should open, everyone starts eating. And then you can work in the dances while people are milling around and, you know. How interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. It's, it's fun. It's actually really fun. Like you said, social. But it's very, uh, uh, it's not for everybody. Sure. and Not for every wedding. Right. And for me, just having the centerpiece in the middle of the table and maybe a napkin and a water goblet is not going to do it for me yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. But some people don't care about sure. that. They'd rather have up everybody up party and dancing right away. And that's great. Whatever, whatever works for them. So there's four to, a lot of different options you can have. The family style is cool because, you know, platters are passed down. You could just imagine like a Thanksgiving dinner. So instead of, you know, you've got your round or your rectangular table and people are just passing down, taking, uh, you know, we've done like, um, uh, platters of, and they're small, so they're manageable of a vegetable, a starch and a little yeah. bit of meat. And then they just pass them down and take what they want. That's and cool. then usually you have at least two options in that too. So it's like buffet, but it's served family style. It's kind of cool. I like it. I, that's so cool. I mean, we always associated weddings with just being very plated or yeah, right. some more casual weddings where it's been a buffet right. and it's maybe barbecue or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's just a little bit more casual. There's a lot of fun options. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing I was going to ask was what are some trends that you're starting to see? And tr- whether it's decor or food or cocktail art, what are just overall trends that you're starting to see in every aspect of the wedding? Um, let's see. Trends are so fleeting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, we really are careful about trends because if you do something too trendy, you're going to look at it in 10 years and go, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. So you want to do something that's, you know, acceptable, contem- you know, contemporary, something uh, not that's timeless. Yes. But something yes. that's classic and timeless. Yes. Exactly. So, um, yeah, there uh, trends, you know, we do a lot of pompous grass. The pompous is really cool for the boho. The boho stuff is so cool. Yes. Mm. And you can do so much with that. And that probably will be here for a while. That's very, very popular. And I feel like that could be budget friendly as well. It is. Yeah. It is budget. Because, you know, yeah. I remember when we were, I made this, I made this arrangement because I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to, to be wedding it's very, friendly. Oh, it's yeah. like eclectic. Bills of Ireland. Yeah. So I know something that we we were talking about um, flowers. They were talking about like different flowers are in different season, orchids and different shades of roses of of white roses, different shades of white roses. So I mean, I feel like with pompous grass, that can be that's not something that's necessarily in season, and so that's something that you can get year round. You can you can source from anywhere, not necessarily right, a certain right, place. Right. So that could also be a budget friendly option if you wanted yeah, to have more. It's of that. actually pretty expensive. Really, the pompous grass because it's in high demand. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but then you get the bleached pompous too. Have you seen that where it's white white? Oh, I just did gosh. a wedding at that Kendall Point. Oh my gosh, it was beautiful uh but it's not inexpensive maybe i'm not i would not be a good wedding <laughs> um, and, and that you know going back to your uh comment about the flowers yes that's one of the things that you should be aware of now most flowers are available most of the year, year round but there's certain things like peonies i remember i did a wedding in march this was a while ago and she wanted peonies 
There were none in, in March and they started coming in like the end of March, April, and we had to have them brought in from Israel. And they were so small uh-huh. that the florist ended up using some silts and you couldn't even tell. Wow. So, you know, with a good florist, you will... Well, no, no, that ahead of time in regards to seasons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously look at mother's day and valentine's day roses are a fortune Mm. so that's another thing about selecting your date you know if you love roses don't have your wedding around (laughs) mother's day or valentine's didn't even think about that yeah Yeah. so there's some things that you know hydrangea um that's a flower that's you know it's a great great, yes and it's a great filler it makes bouquets covers a lot of real estate we say yeah and it's relatively inexpensive compared to some another question another question i have to ask is um, the do's and don'ts or the etiquette on children at weddings. Mm. And then also I want to ask about pets at weddings. Because mm. I know some, out, you have to think outside of a, a church wedding. People do have their oh, dogs no, no. walking She's down the aisle. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dogs okay. are the ring bearers. Yes. I want to ask about both mm-hmm. of those. So whichever mm-hmm. one you want to go to first. Well, you ask kids first. Okay. So um, I now, I have three children now, three grandchildren who I Aww. worship with every fiber of my being. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing. Um, I remember my mom years ago, uh, my mom and dad would take off together. They would get on, my dad was a pilot and we'd fly a little plane from this airport on Long Island and they'd go like with a skirt and a basket to Block Island. Oh That's gosh. what my mother went with. And they got alone from their five, they went alone from, away from their five kids. And she told me all my life that you and Mark are going to have those kids for a while, but you're going to be you and Mark, Diane and Mark for much longer. So take care of that first. Wow. And one of those things is getting time alone. So there's really a great opportunity there for you and your spouse to have a wonderful evening alone with family and friends and get a sitter. Mm. Now, a lot of couples are going the no children at the wedding route. And I really, I'm not against that. I, I, I think that's, their prerogative. Mm-hmm. I have seen weddings where there's 20 kids running amok on the dance floor and it is, they're not controlled. And I've got to ask the band or the DJ to ask the parents to come get their children off the dance floor for the first dance. Aww. That's awkward. Yeah. So um, now there are some instances where people are traveling and they don't have anybody in sure. their hometown to leave the children. We can make arrangements for sitters. We've got bonded sitters that we work with. You know, if you have family or friends here that might know somebody that can sit with your kids for a while and they're close by and you can check on them, we'll feed them, but make it a night for yourselves. There's no reason why you can't enjoy a wedding alone. Well, and I also think with enough time in advance, when you, you let people plan. know, you can plan ahead right. because I know we got a lot of pushback for not having kids, but I, it was the exact same thing. I didn't want kids running around. We were paying a yeah. lot of money to be That's in a right. hotel. That's right. I didn't want kids running around. I didn't want a soccer ball to randomly show up in the middle of the <laughs> dance floor. I didn't want tables to be knocked over. I wanted the, all of that is very valid. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, I didn't yeah. want in the middle of the church for it to be a very beautiful, intimate moment mm-hmm. and the, the Montevista strings or whatever. And then all of a sudden you hear a baby crying and like, yeah. that's coming from me who has a baby. And yeah. I'm always mortified in the middle of church when it's communion yeah. and she's crying. Like, yeah. And so, but you, like you said, it's a great time to have a date night. That's right. And I that's right. We actually ended up getting a lot of compliments saying, Oh my God, thank God it's no kids. Like now this gives <laughs> us a reason to have a date right? night and get dressed up and have drinks before or do dinner yes. or whatever it is. We even had some, friends that got a hotel room that night and just made it a a little staycation that weekend and so right right um but i do know it is a sensitive subject it's a touchy subject it can be a sensitive subject and it is going you probably are going to hurt some feelings but it is your prerogative to make that choice 
Now, if the, like I said, if somebody's really in a bind, offer to help them, but it should be, you know, a limited number of people that sure. it, it, it's generally only one or two couples, if any, that have that issue. And so be perfectly willing and able to help them if you can. But again, if, if you don't want to have children at the wedding, I, Just I would have your back on that. So animals, animals. Okay. Dogs as ring bearers. So, that is venue uh, specific. specific. Obviously, that was not going to happen in San Fernando Cathedral. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> so, and and most churches, it sure. just wouldn't happen. But outdoor weddings, it's very frequently. You know, those are your first kids. Let's face it. You know, it's. Uh, I get it with the with the dog and thing. But um, if the venue allows it, um, usually it's a you've got to have a handler, and the mm -hmm. animal has to be removed or put in a kennel, depending upon the location. If you're at a ranch, it's got to be kenneled. Uh, for the duration. It can't just be running around. It's too much of a risk, too much of a yes. liability. But I think it's wonderful. And I've done it many times. Um, so it, it's, but don't, it can be done. It can be done, but don't be surprised if your venue tells you no. So if it is super important, make that one of the first questions you ask before you book. That your dog or animal has to be, needs right. to be incorporated. And that you will follow. And usually there's a, a, a pet deposit. Uh, deposit or liability waiver that you'd have to sign. Um, so be prepared for any or all of that. But I think it's, I think it's cute. I, I had a horse last weekend. Oh my what? gosh. No. We had these vaqueros that greeted everyone at the entrance oh, to the cool. ranch. We got to get, it was amazing. Yeah. It we got to have vaqueros. 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 I'm saying it right. That's I not know. right. Um, so the, we had a horse and he had a big wreath of baby's breath. And oh, he, I love Victor. that. Oh my His gosh, he was Victor. so sweet. And he greeted everyone when they that's arrived. Awesome. And they got pictures, the guests got pictures with them. I, I've seen, that's I've a ranch, had, so that's not yes, the Westin. Yeah, of course, a little different. <laughs> a little different. I've, seen, so I've actually had some friends where they incorporate like their dogs into the signature drink. Oh, or, yeah. yes. you know, they have, you know, a picture of the dogs or an outline, a sketch or whatever. And I think that's a great way to just that's incorporate so them. Yes. We did not care to incorporate them, no. but <laughs> no. she was our firstborn. Um, <laughs> I inher but, inherited her. David makes it very clear that that is not his dog. He inherited her. <laughs> um, let's talk destination weddings. Oh, oh. yeah. That's is that one. something that you are available for hire? I mean, obviously yes. you did the wedding in London. Yeah. Um, right. The Valley was Laredo, Laredo. So we go pretty much all over, um, cool. all over Texas. You know, I really haven't done much in Dallas. I've never done anything in Dallas, to be honest. They've got great wedding. There's great wedding planners all over the state, but we have done them in Austin, Houston, well, I'm in Waco this weekend. Wow. I get to go to Magnolia for the first time. Oh. So I'm going to visit oh Chip God. and Joanna. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding awesome. is tomorrow. Sunday, actually. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, I was tomorrow. like, you're awfully calm for tonight being the oh, rehearsal yeah. dinner. No, no, no. <laughs> and um, yeah, so the Valley, I've done them in McAllen, Laredo, we've done three. Uh, so pretty much all over. Yeah, Hill Country, a lot. A really? lot in the rural areas. Yeah, those are great. They're so true to Texas. Mm -hmm. You know, if you really want a, uh, an authentic uh, Texas vibe, the Hill Country is just phenomenal for that. So there's great venues out there. So you are available to to travel. Yes. Oh and yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your team because when on our wedding day we had three or four girls and I loved yeah. it because one was with me keeping me on schedule with mm -hmm. Philip the photographer. Right. Um and then also like managing the shuttles and all that. I think right. one was at the church, one was with the guys. I mean, all hands were on deck up until mm -hmm. the minute that David and I did our send off. Um, one of the girls was there like finishing, bustling my dress. And she's like, and you're off. Goodbye. Yeah, See yeah, you yeah. never <laughs> like enjoy your honeymoon. And I mean, it was just incredible. I mean, she was on bended knee handing me like the 
knife to cut the to cut the cake yeah she was just there every step of the way all the girls were there yeah and so let's talk about your team what do you whenever somebody hires you of course it's different packages different levels but let's talk about your team and some of the girls on your team so we have different levels you know i have like for example monica is numero uno she's Mm -hmm. uh full on. I I love it when somebody starts to see things ahead. It's like, Oh, we're thinking alike now, you know? So that's, that's a big deal. And then, uh, we've got Kelsey who's, I've, she's been with me five years now. She started as an intern. She's awesome. Love it. And then we always usually have an intern. Mm -hmm. So, and then I've got other women that will help me on wedding days. They sort of rotate through with COVID. It's been a little wacky, but, uh, we do have some, it's about five of us. So, and it depends upon the scope of the wedding. Sure. So if you, if we have a ranch, wedding and everything is super spread out we're gonna have five people mm. if it's you know where even a resort or a large hotel we're gonna have three to four because just the vastness of it uh you know you can walk 10 miles at the Hyatt Hill Country or La Cantera or even the JW oh the JW yeah, yeah. so exactly. spread out it's so spread out at least the out. Western was just like up and down right 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 exactly mm-hmm. so it's uh it depends on the scope but we usually uh have more than enough help and I put people, uh, you know, we usually, for example, this past wedding, I assigned people to different vendors so that I had one, we had a restroom trailer. I assigned one girl to that. Oh I had, a, I had a person assigned to the band. I had a person assigned, uh, to the shuttles. Um, and then they did multiple, not just one so that we could, I, I wasn't over everything. Sure. And I'm like, okay, you get it done. you be assertive only if you can't do something or you're not getting the response I want, then yeah. come to me and I'll help. But you know, it, you're it in just helps this. Right. Exactly. And so we went out, we had planning meetings, zoom calls ahead of time to get everything ready. And then of course, um, I was able to focus on, you know, the catering and the flowers, the super, you yeah. know, the ones yeah. that need a lot of attention, which was a huge relief for me. So having everyone, you know, being there, being prepared, you know, girls that know what they're doing, it's, it's, it's everything. And, and it not, not just for the couple, but for me too, you know, it's a huge help to know that, that, you know, when I sent Monica there with you that day that I knew she was going to just be awesome. Oh my God. All yeah. of them were just like on top of and it. She was like very friendly, but also like you said, assertive, like the thing oh, yeah. that I need to get done. She was going to say it in a way I'm like, good for you. But That's I also awesome. felt like yeah. she read my <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah. I would just look at her and I'm like, <laughs> Monica and yeah. she was like I'm on it like yeah. she just knew what exactly. was bothering me oh, or what I God, was I love her yeah she was all of your girls yeah. I cannot I mean till this day I still we still <laughs> talk about them I mean well, how yeah, they were it just was like the perfect combo between your girls Nat our, our videographer Philip and his guy yes like they were all just synced and I'm like you guys are amazing and that's like, the key David yes. it really is I mean, you know that it's it really is a team I mean that is what it's all about and so like I said, no negativity. You do what you have to do to get it done. Even if it's beyond the scope of your agreement, you just do it because the uh, success of the event is, is the goal. I mean, that yeah. that's the only goal. Well, it's you know? a reflection of you and your services well, and every, and everybody, yes. but everybody that's involved, every but vendor the that's ultimate involved. goal is making sure that you guys are For just sure. deliriously happy at the end of the night. Yes. That's really what it, it's all about. So that's the, that's the key. Yeah. So I agree. I think that's a fantastic way to, end it, yeah. way to end it. So before we wrap up, where can everybody find you on social media? It's How can so somebody easy. hire it's you? It's all the same. Um, just Weddings by Diana Boucher. Uh, Diana at Weddings by Diana Boucher.com is my email. 
WeddingsbyDianaBoucher.com, my <laughs> website. <laughs> WeddingsbyDianaBoucher on Instagram and Facebook. So, so that's easy how to find. Reach out to you, email you. Yes. If you're a bride, if you are um, engaged, soon to be engaged, and you know you want to invest yes. in a wedding coordinator, yes. um, full service. Or planner. Or right. planner. Right. Right. And right. all you grooms, it's well worth it. Just <laughs> do it. Like Nike said, yeah. just happy do wife, it. Happy wife, yeah. happy life. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, well, thank you so much for coming Oh my on. gosh, this, it was We could my talk forever. Life. I know it. I <laughs> was so happy to see you so nostalgic though just yeah. thinking about yeah. the whole wedding planning and yeah. also you know three four years later like how we would do things differently and we're like you know yeah. it's just it's just very special oh, to have you here day, and thank you for yeah. making our wedding truly like our dream wedding that we still think about and talk about we still look at pictures and videos and oh my gosh and it was all thanks That's to so you great. and your wonderful team yeah, thank, thank you guys thanks so much for having me i really Yay. appreciate it all right thanks everyone Bye-bye, thanks y'all. for listening oh, and-